Bullshit. Bullshit. You're bullshit. Oh, no, I, I didn't say that you were bullshit, did I? Well, I'm saying you're bullshit. Wow, that is, that is really mean. You hear the music? That's the band. This is Howie Mandel does stuff. I'm Howie Mandel. I'm Jacqueline Schultz, his daughter. And Louis Black is in the house. Lewis Black has been a comic for many, many years, and you've been a a favorite of mine, and I think you're also considered a a trailblazer because the word rant, you know, when it comes to comedy, to see a, a, let me just wrap this around, a comedian who is pissed off is the funniest, for me, is the funniest kind of comedy. When you come at it, you know, most comics come at, I'm I'm having to. You're not I'm not ready, but it's okay. Most comics come at shit like, like, isn't this weird? Or did you ever notice? And when when I started in comedy, and you and Carlin, Carlin kind of uh, evolved into the yeah. pissed off ranter. But you were the first and foremost ranter where I know, like, you came to the game ranting. Uh, Lewis Black, I didn't know you. But no. he was, you know, uh, we referred to him. Am I sitting in the wrong position? I see you guys looking at me. Am I sitting in the wrong position? I see the people that are working there. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. They're kind of go, just go making... What? Go to your left, left a little bit. Go to my left. What, they, more liberal? Do you want me <laughs> like that? So that we're closer? But I think that's the biggest... When you think of the Bill Burrs and the people of today, they're kind of doing a lot of what I saw you doing many, many years ago. Well, thank you. And I'll tell you... Don't, no, why are you thanking me for what you did? Well, because, you know, it's just nice to be noticed. You've been noticed for a long time. In fact, well, and, I, and you were also a, a little bit of um, um, a quandary for me because I didn't, I'm going to be honest with you and, and, and don't take that. I'm not a fan of theater. Right. I am not. In fact, I think that sometimes theater, even though we perform in theaters and it is a show and you create a character or maybe you're not that angry at the time and you have to kind of call in that faux I anger. never have to do that. <laughs> Get a grip. (laughs) But theater was the antithesis of comedy. There was kind of like what we made fun of, the actual performance. And I I don't know if you know this, but Lewis is kind of a, he started as a a writer, as a playwright. And uh, I just thought a playwright becoming a comedian is kind of a juxtaposition, maybe. Well, figure it out. You, you know, you, you don't. You, here's part of your problem with theater: is the 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 fruit soir, as I like to call it, of the uh, the whole thing of a whole group of people. I don't even it. know that word. So you've I've, already lost I, me with the I've, fruit soir. Well, of course you've lost me because it's a word I've I made up. You're a writer. <laughs> I made that word up. Oh my god! For that that group. So of I the, can't use that as clickbait. No, it won't work. Fruit swar. You Hashtag can. fruit swar. You can. You'll be the only one using it. No. So yeah. therefore, oh, And I rarely use it, but I thought I'd throw it out at okay, you. But what's swar. that whole thing of a whole group of people? And we're going to put the show on. Right. And it's going to be great. And everybody's right. going to have a time. And, that, and, and that's what I think is your problem with theater, as opposed to theater, theater, real theater. When you see a show. You don't even like to see a show? I, to be honest with you, it's where, like, I, I love film. and I, I And I love, and I love, um, it's, it, uh, maybe it's theater acting. 
You know, I maybe can't. it's your experience in the theater being surrounded by a lot of people. Maybe it's that. Maybe that tainted the whole experience for you, Dad. I'm surrounded by a lot of people at a movie. And I've told you not to use the word taint around my friends. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> She's just learning. She's a kid, you know. Um, I don't pussyfoot around stuff. Again. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, okay. she's gone to the left of the taint. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's the acting. It's like, uh, you know, and maybe because of theater, I don't know that much about theater, but, you know, like you play to the balcony. What? What did you just say? It's like, you know, it's... Well, yeah, but that's what I said. You've seen a lot of shitty theater. And uh, I mean, if you see really good theater, you don't even think about it because it's like, oh, oh my God, you know? I mean, it's just, when it's good, it's good. But you, I mean, what's amazing about theater is what I enjoyed about theater, how I, is, is that a group of people together, get together, create a reality. Everybody shares in the reality if it's done right. So you're basically hallucinating together. That was a hook. For to me, me, that's a movie. Well, that's also a, a play. I mean, if it's done right, it's you are creating that reality. And what was strange was I went to a ton of movies because I found the um, kind of the narrative of movies or the way in which a movie told a story to be more interesting than the way a play told a story. And I kept trying to write things that would kind of use that. I guess because as a comedian or having that mind, which is what I noticed about you and most people in my business, the, the, the ability to kind of notice, uh, uh, um, over no like you get mad at this all the time, but you go enough, you know, you look at that little speck and then I make, or look at how you pronounce that word or look at how you, you know, the, the, the little micro kind of, uh, fiber of life and how people react so that when a even a a set slides in behind all of a sudden i'm not into the drama of you know your son going off to war your son just went off to war and now there's a painting of armored tanks behind you yeah that I, kind of I, I don't took know, me out. I don't know what plays you're seeing, but this is... The one movie. where the sun goes off to war <laughs> and in there's front a of a painting of, of armored tanks. tanks. Yeah, that one, that was, it was really, it was a spellbinder. <laughs> yes, and then musicals for me, when somebody starts singing, it kind of takes you out of, for me. Right. It takes me out of a... Right, but you never saw Hamilton. You know what, I didn't mind that. You're See? Right. You're right. And the reason Problem is, solved. can I tell you why? No, well, I mean, I thought you meant, did you know why? I know I'm not listening. I should listen. I can't hear, I'm wearing a headset. Tell me why. <laughs> no, but I think, there be, because it really did break through. It went another step with musicals. It was a, 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 a huge leap forward in terms of the musical. It was not your, oh, Oklahoma, you know, please. Okay, See, Oklahoma, no. I know, is a big play. It's huge. I've watched parts of it. And I you, can't get into right, it. Right, but the... Do you like Oklahoma? Well, I, I, I kind of grew up on that stuff. Because you your know? parents took you to theater? Yeah. So that's where, it's an addiction. Are you an only child? No, I had a brother. Okay. He was smart enough not to. <laughs> okay, and, and he didn't like theater? No, he liked theater, but he didn't, he didn't, he didn't go he, he into didn't it. He didn't go, my father and I would go uh, literally once every six weeks. I mean, I saw the original Hello, Dolly with... Um, with uh, Carol Channing. Carol Channing. I saw the... Diamonds uh, are a girl's best friend. Yeah. I yes. saw a bunch of original uh, works, you know. And that makes a big difference. And, you you know. And it was a way to bond with my dad. So it was great. So somebody who goes to all these 
beautiful kind of festive kind of uh, how did you get so angry uh it, the uh the jew the, in you it, it was the um the the uh, the currency in my home was sarcasm okay and my mother was really brilliant at it i'm and sorry about your loss i know you lost it, her recently but she lived to be 104 years old that's incredible it yeah. is incredible it is as long and, and as i say about her as, as long as she had something that made her angry uh, she was going to live forever. And I think there was kind of a two-week break, and she just said, I'm not pissed anymore, and passed away. She passed from complacency. Just yeah, right. Mm -hmm. yeah. But she also, what's amazing, both parents um, died in their sleep um, without any um, of natural causes. That's fantastic. I, mean, I shouldn't say you lost both parents, and followed know, by that's fantastic. But it's still unbelievable. It is. So you have hope. Uh, no. Are I'm, you afraid of death? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of death, but well, I, I think... Breaking uh, news. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think it. this is just, a, when I really kind of think about it, this is just where, this is a stop, and then we go to the next stop. It's a, a long bus ride. What's your My feeling? podcast? Well, this is yours is the bigger stop than I thought I'd have to take today, but no. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, you don't have to tell you kidding. I know you're kidding. Go ahead. You had do, a you, do you believe in some, the afterlife or something after this? I believe that there's that this is just part of the whole journey. So it's not just like... We don't go to a place and there are couches and everybody's got a big... Not furnished. Know, unfurnished. unfurnished. An unfurnished area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do think there's something after this. Yeah. Do you think the, the, that you have the ability or have you had any experiences where you can, you, you feel your mother or you know that there's an existence that you can maybe interact with? Well, no, but I, my brother, I did feel when he passed away, I felt his presence for years. Wow. And that was crazy because literally um, I went in the room and he'd, he'd I'd, I'd gone, I'd left him, we'd uh, gone back on the subway got the call that he had passed and then went back and I, um, I got there and uh, in the moment I entered the room I felt he was there you know I had the exact I had that exact same feeling when when I lost my father is that right and, yeah, yeah but he was there but not what I was looking at that that was a shell that was not he was right. in yeah. I felt like his presence and that's kind of like when you're sitting in a room quietly and you feel like, a, for lack of a better description, you know, you feel, oh my God, somebody's looking at me and you stand, you turn, and in the doorway, somebody is. There is an energy yes. that we all have. And science says energy cannot be destroyed. It just changes forms. Exactly. And that's the big key to why I, your initial question, why I think it's a journey, because you don't go anywhere. We are just energy. But there's no place to sit because there are there's no, no furniture. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and if it is, and if it is energy, maybe we just come back as carbonation. That's a possibility. Do you believe in reincarnation? Yeah, I really don't want to deal with that because then every so often I have that moment where I go, okay, "Am I really going to come back as a grasshopper? That's going to suck." Really? Why? <laughs> Why? No, grasshoppers are fine. No, I don't want to be a grasshopper. Okay. Uh, if you had a dollar for, if I had a buck for every guest we've had say that. Grasshoppers don't need furniture. So, I mean, it seems That's fun. my kid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so proud. She yeah. knows. She's like wise. Well, that is, that, that, that's open the whole, maybe. At, at this point in your life, do you have uh, regrets? Like you, you, I think you were married once, but you're not really, you're not a, the marrying type, right? You don't I just, I was never that guy who could, um, 
I was writing plays, so it was like that that whole thing of like, um, oh, you know, God will provide. You know, all you got to do is, you know, we'll get married, you know, and then and and it'll just work out. Well, no, it won't work out, jackass. I'm writing plays. That's like that's <laughs> like the income of a crack whore. It's not. There's no income. Well, what if? It, what about a, a, a partner that has an income? You know, well, there are a lot of married playwrights. Yeah, but that, but but the 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 folks I met, the uh, I, I lived with one woman, and uh, at that point, and uh, uh, it, after after the marriage, and uh, and that might have worked out. She was in theater, and uh, and she was a money earner, and didn't bother me that right. she earned money, and that I could do my stuff. That didn't work out, but it was not like I, I wasn't. It was kind of like that thing of we'll work it out, and you know damn well if you do it. You're going to end up teaching somewhere, which is what I thought I would do anyway, but I still wanted to see how far I could get before I had to, like, uh, compromise or settle. So no compromise. In life. That's the thing. But you already, you did. You kind of, you said you married or you were with her for a short time. Very, I mean, like, wow. Whoop, Not even gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a really, it's a story. <laughs> it's, you know. it's a story I don't want? Well, you don't want to hear it. Well, wait, I mean, you know, here's, the, here's the thing. It was before. Uh, Should we call her? No. Uh, <laughs> no, she, she's called me a few times. She, I, uh, uh, we, uh, we had, uh, we had, a, we had a, I was at drama school. It was at, uh, and. Um, Yale? Yeah. At the, at, and, um, Look at you. You won't even drop a name like Yale. No. That's pretty impressive. No, I don't. I, it's you know, you're talking to a guy who doesn't even have a GED. So the fact that I'm sitting in a room with somebody who won't even mention yeah, but it's Yale, the, but it's the drama school, which is like doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, they're they're fucking people doing all sorts of stuff, unbelievable stuff. They're studying history, economics. Uh, they're studying archaeology. Theater, you just gotten you started I would the show by you saying, can, you can "Oh, here's more. my little hand puppet." Oh boy, it's theater, right? But you can make more money with theater than history. How do you make money? What does a historian make? Well, Where do you open up a historian store? Well, you don't open up a historian, but you store. can open up a theater. Yeah, but you're not going to make money. Nobody's coming. To a theater? Oh God! Wait. Dad. Broadway. Dad. Yeah, but you gotta get from writing what? plays to Broadway. My major you... was history. Oh, I'm sorry. That's good. <laughs> I didn't it know that. It was American studies. It was the history. I took Chicano history and African American studies. And My... did you make? Do you make any money from that? <laughs> I made my. I went into teaching, and well, I guess maybe not from that. I'm teaching. Pre-K, K, <laughs> right? But thanks for First thinking my my major was bullshit. No, I'm. I just I'm found out I'm... that he totally discredited my major <laughs> and my education. Well, he discredited Yale. I just yeah the, the drama school, <laughs> and now it's not even called Yale Drama School. It's called the David Geffen School of Drama. That's a lot of money he must have put in. Yeah, it is. Do you are you discrediting the drama drama program at Yale or no. Yale? Yeah, well, no, I'm just discrediting the, the drama program compared to the others. It's not like, you, you know, you don't, you don't need to have a major mind to be in theater. I mean, you don't. You, you can be really great at theater without having to pass a whole series of tests and do all sorts of stuff. And you could be great in business without studying economics. Exactly. And you could be, so that goes for everything. Yeah, but, but, but Yale, the, the drama school was, uh, it, it was a horrible just, experience. Well, it was? Yeah. Why? Why? 
Um, I called it the, uh, the, it was like, uh, and I think theater in its own fashion is like uh, you're, you're in an abusive orphanage. And that's what yeah, it was like, you know. Here's the e- e- examples, okay? Yeah. Young student coming there uh, really wants to, um, to you know, uh, you know, c- comes from Los Angeles, uh, you know, and it's, it's, and it's kind of been trying to get into film and television, but then goes, I'm going to do this instead. I'm going to go to Yale Drama School, become a really great actor. Goes there, and within four months, that we have a month off, and in January, and the, the, his speech teacher tells him that he should, uh, he's got a sibilant S. I don't, I don't even know how to des- describe it. A sibilant S? Yeah. Did you say your S like your brother or sister? Th- th- you know, oh, not a, a lisp? Uh, not a lisp, but it's, th- I forget how you do it. It's a sibilant S. It, that's what they call it. Look it up, I, please, somebody. Yeah. A sibilant S. Yeah. And maybe I don't even give us know the how to sound spell of it. that. Do you have a video? I'm just a history major. <laughs> I don't know how to spell. A sibilant S. S-Y-L-S-Y-B-S-Y-B-S-Y-B-S-Y-B-S-Y-B-S-Y-B-S-Y-B-S-Y-B-S-Y-B-S-Y-B-S-Y-B-S-Y-B-S-Y-B-S-
No, I said, if oh. you think, but, but, but this is the way I dealt with Yale. So I said to him, if you think I'm eating lunch with you for the next month with, a, with your jaw locked and sipping your, your lunch through a straw, forget about it. I got up from where I was. I walked down to the drama school. I went to the dean of students there, and I said, this is no way to be teaching people, you fucking idiot. Okay, you, you talk to these people. There were all sorts of incidents like this. You better, here's one. Wait, he, the, the your career and my career would be over. It's literally, he's told by an acting teacher, another kid, uh, you know, your problem is, is you have to really change your personality. The teacher told him that? Yeah, change at your Yale. At Yale. Yale sucks. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's clickbait. <laughs> yeah, there, it went through a hole. No, but somebody got told that their personality is yeah. But that's now why they want to act. Exactly. Act like they have a personality. And that's and, and it's also, it's what drives you uh, when you're performing, uh, whatever it is that you're doing. That's the driver is your personality. It's the driver of every actor. They moderate it. They do all sorts of stuff with it. But that's the key to it, you idiot. You, you're the ones who, who watched him act, and then you're telling him he's got to change his personality. Another kid was told he was talking too much to his mother. What kind of teaching is that? Was she sitting beside him in the class during the class? <laughs> yeah. No, but they said, but can you imagine? But why would, why would the teacher even know that? How much? I have no idea. I did, you know. How uh, many, did you do the full, did you graduate? Yeah. So four years. Three years, you know, and then I stayed on for another couple of years because I couldn't really afford to go to New York and I wanted to continue to write. And then I was trying to figure did out. Did they the pay other. you to stay? No, but I got gigs and stuff around. Did you have a scholarship? No, I had not. Uh -uh. But that sounds expensive. Was it expensive? It was. But when the scholarship I had, I did have a scholarship, I should point out, but you had to pay. You know, it was uh, loans. They had uh, all sorts have of Have you boxes. paid off all your students? Well, you've done very well. You've no, oh, no, I didn't do well for a long time. I didn't make money until I was 40. Is that true? Yeah. I was writing plays. I, I didn't do, I made no money. Wow. Were, made, were your parents supportive of this? Yeah. I mean, eventually. And my brother was, um, and, uh, and, I, and I told my parents eventually in my 30s, I said, here's the deal. You can either, um, you're going to have to give up the money when you pass, and you're going to send it on to me. So the deal is this. You can help me now or wait until it's too late. So why don't we, why don't we get on the stick? And they were great. Is that why they survived till they were 104? To yep. support you? No, to wait until I made money <laughs> to pay them back. <laughs> That's fantastic. What, and what are you angry at right now? What has got your craw? What do you- Your rant. Your rant You haven't been posting your rants. I follow no, I your don't. rants. You have like a podcast called I have, rant. Yeah, I do. I know what I do is uh, I read other people's rants. That's what I've been doing for a long time. Oh. And I do my own rants at the beginning if something really strikes me. I'll go for like five minutes on something. But you haven't, I haven't seen you ranting about everything and our world is upside down right yeah, now. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, it's hard for me to go just rant flat out because I need an audience. I, I don't know if when you perform, as a, you know, when you're doing your stand-up, do you... Uh, I need an audience. It's awkward to go do a stand-up show alone. You try to do jokes and stuff at home. It just doesn't go over very well. No, with I'm my married. Mom and I. You, you would know. I've been married for 43 years. Do you write, do you write your stuff? Uh, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. He writes in the middle of the night. He wakes up. He doesn't remember he wakes up. He writes something down in his notes. Next morning, it makes no sense. Or the way I write is I need an audience. So I'll go with like an idea or it's on my iPhone, you know, I'll put it in the notes and I have an idea 
and then uh, that idea seems to flourish in front of a crowd, and then I'll add points to it. But I can't sit down and go, this, you know, from 10 o'clock in the morning, you know, for the next five hours, I'm going to write an act. I don't write uh, uh, hardly at all. I think about it. I don't write it down. Well, watching your last special, mm. which is very good, that's not written anywhere? You don't know? No, I take notes. And then if something really strikes, when I hit something, uh, I, I put down, that'll be the punchline, that'll be this. Um, and then, I, But it's all kind of like uh, a couple of words remind me of everything. I mean, I literally worked so much that I could get it from night to night. I would. You were amazing also in watching that, and uh, it's... It's spectacularly uh, successful right now. You got like over a million, I think a million three views on your on your latest special, which was what I like. And what's besides the material being really good and real and relatable, and you coming out of the the pandemic, is when somebody uh, when something happens in the moment, yeah. you're able to jump on that with the same flow as this was something that you prepared. Like, uh, you know, you were talking about Fauci and then somebody yeah. screamed and you yeah. went that lone, that lone, I don't want to give away your stuff, yeah, but, uh, but I find that pretty, that's what I love. And that's what I tell even comedians who come on AGT. I said, even though they want you to be rehearsed, they want to know, cause you only get a, a couple of minutes. If anything happens, if somebody hits a buzzer or the, or the, um, uh, the crowd is not responding the way you thought. You need to. You have to. You have to be in the moment. You have to. You have to let the. We call it the. the in theater, you call it the fourth wall. You got to let the wall that's that you think exists between you and the audience. I don't even see that wall. It's that's, well. That's what I. So I always feel like when I've watched you from the time, and that's what. Yeah. That's what from the time I started noticing you. Yeah is that I just felt like I was sitting having coffee with somebody who was telling me how fucking ridiculous <laughs> yeah. this world is right now. Yeah. And I think that's what Comedy Central saw, and then he became, uh, uh, what was it called, The Daily the Show? The Daily Show. Yeah, you became my favorite correspondent on The Daily Show, and uh, you and Attell? Yeah, Attell. Yeah. And Attell and I did a tour together. That also was a great launch to be able to work with him because I got, I think he got a bit from me and I got a bit. And you're also working juice. right now with Jeff Stilson. You're on the road with Jeff Stilson, Jeff who was Stilson. a good friend, of, was a good friend of mine. Yeah. I haven't seen him in years. I didn't even know he's back in the country. Yeah. So apparently he didn't think I was a good friend of his. I'll let him know. Let him know. <laughs> but he was the guy, he was responsible for uh, the Osborne, like besides doing stand up, yeah. but he, the first reality TV, he was a producer and a writer on the Osbournes and uh, I actually called him when I got deal or no deal because oh, wow. I, I didn't want to do the show at that time. I don't know if you remember in 2005. I watched it. Yeah, but you were the one. Yeah. yeah uh, it's coming <laughs> back now. Uh, but uh, when they called me to do a talk show, I mean, uh, um, a, a game, game show. show, comedians didn't do game shows. Yeah. I mean, before 2005, the last guy that really did good and had some success was Groucho Marx right. with You Bet Your Life. And I just thought this was going to be the nail in the coffin of my career. So I thought I would be funny. And I called the first call I made was to Jeff. to Jeff. And I said, help write me some stuff. I don't think he was available or couldn't, or he was in Australia at the time. But that, that's who I called. And it turned out that I did get stuff written and didn't end up doing this stuff because my empathy outrode my uh, I bet it did. It did. I couldn't. It was yeah. really hard for me to stand in front of somebody who had uh, explained to me that they were a single parent with three children, have never owned a home, and didn't have any health insurance. And I said, "The banker just offered you, 
you know, 20 grand. They go, no deal. And I go, and I want to say, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you fucking idiot. There's no skill here. This is a game of chance. Just take the 20 grand. Your yeah. life will change forever. Yeah. So, and, and I was so afraid that if I tried to be silly or do something that I would be distracting. So I ended up slowing down my cadence and going, $20,000. More than you make in two years. Do you take the $20,000 or you go for a chance? Listen to me, a chance at $1 million deal or no deal. So that informed my whole thing. But it, well, it's yeah. good that it did because it wouldn't have, that show would have lasted 15 minutes without well, you. Yeah, yeah. No, it, I don't know how much they need me. People play without me at Dave and Buster's every day. <laughs> they really do. Um, so are you. Uh, <laughs> You uh, asked him before, what's what's your rant now? What's getting you really upset? And then we moved on before you answered. Well, Is there anything? The, the level of, that we are, we're, the country's insane. We've now peaked. And you I, think so? It, oh, I think we'll go further. I have so said, then we haven't peaked. No, we haven't. But we're, 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 we really are uh, out of our minds. And it, something I said a long time ago, that if you thought we were crazy today, wait until you wake up tomorrow. That's and, amazing. And it's really gotten worse and worse and worse. We're living in, what really upset God, there's so much. What really, we're living in two different realities. We have one group of people live in one reality, another group of people live in another reality. Completely different realities, separate realities. We used to discuss ideas. The Republican Party had their ideas, the Democrats had their ideas. Some other people had their ideas, but there was a smaller group that had the ideas. But most people were, at least had ideas, and we're living in the same fucking reality. Okay, when you take LSD and you're taking it with a group of people, you all better be on the same page, okay? It's kind of important. You don't want three of the people to be screaming there's snakes in the room. You just don't want that. You want to all agree there are no snakes in the room so you can move on, all right? It's just, to me, important that democracy depends on reality. It's the, it's the backbone of reality. If you don't agree on reality, then what are we voting on? We're voting on your version of reality, you an idiot. There's one, there is reality. Live in it. It's called Tufsky Shitsky. Don't go making stuff up. You don't get to make shit up. When you make up stuff, when these idiots are on TV, what they ought to be doing is at any moment, fact check the fucks. Put a thing up. That's a lie. They just made that up. There are no dogs on Pluto. Got it? Do you think that's, that's, that's a, that was amazing rant? That's and a rant. that's a great opening or closing to whatever show you. And it's actually true. But do you do you? I'll tell you what scares me. Without is there everybody's reality now, and because of the power of social media, everybody's reality, except the obvious. You know, I mean, everybody's reality is different. It really is. Well, yeah, it, to a point. To a point, but it's really easy to scare somebody. And I think fear is the fuel of whatever craziness is going on in the world. And we could scare any side into being afraid of whatever this reality is going to cause. And that's, a, that's the biggest problem. Uh, social media, which I live on. I eat, breathe. Yeah, you brought some with you. Yeah. Does it not? Do you? Are you on all the platforms? Yeah, and yeah, you yeah, post. I, I post a bit. I don't. I I I, I stop. You said, but you know about that. I'm not sending rants out. Like on, on I, 
there's bits and pieces that'll show up on um, uh, on uh, YouTube, uh, on, Instagram, uh, Instagram, YouTube, uh, the TikTok. I got real short ones. You don't uh, dance? No, uh, because uh, I'm so good at it. It'll really, it'll Make be people will go. Why did he do comedy? I saw you do the Renegade. <laughs> I did. I saw you do the Renegade dance. Did he? It was really good. <laughs> oh, okay. I believed you. You should act. You yeah. should be in a play. Yeah. Write something for her. That was very good. Do you have a cold? No. And actually, this came from Wisconsin. You are able to intake into your lungs and irritate your lungs so specifically Can with you the knowledge. Like, like no, I just city? knew that. I, I knew that. I, I I said it to the doctor. I mean, I, I have a, a, a you know an underlying condition. But I didn't have this kind of a cough. Um, and I was in Wisconsin. This was in May. And I literally, two days later, and, and, then, and then like the next day in Wisconsin, they said, boy, I guess we shouldn't have gone out yesterday because the air quality was horrific. Well, you jackasses, tell me yesterday. Now, because all of us uh, that were, you know, Jeff, the rest of us are all like hacking. And I've had this, this cough since then. You know what my wife would tell you? What? Yeah, it's a dairy. Dairy. You ate oh, always dairy. Uh, always. Yeah, but Wisconsin, it's cheese, that's yeah, lactose. Uh, it creates. That, I, no, I love when they say that. It's really bullshit, okay? <laughs> you can send her that love from me. You want to call mom? You tell her. You tell her. Will You're you tell full my wife shit. it's yes. bullshit? You're yeah. full of put shit. Her, put her on. I think she's with my daughter, but uh, okay. you can if, if you want to tell her she's every full time of shit with yeah. my daughter. Yeah. Here. No, like, what? You don't believe in that? Do you have any? No. Why? Unless you've got it, unless you got a dairy problem. But she says we all do. We all do. We all everything is her, because her, of dairy. Her um yeah. theory Hello? is Hi high. Mom. We're here with Lewis Black. You're on the podcast. Hello? Hello? Hi. We're on we're it's Howie. We're on the podcast with Lewis Black. Hi. 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 He thinks that your whole dairy theory is bullshit. Yeah. I have what? to. Yeah. Thinks my dairy theory is what? Bullshit. Bullshit. You're bullshit. Oh no, I I didn't say that you were bullshit, did I? Well, I'm saying you're bullshit. Well, that is that is really mean. That was a mean thing to say. Why would you call a guest Maybe bullshit? I'm mean. Huh? It's dairy. Maybe she probably had dairy mean. today. Yeah. Why Explain. do you say it's bullshit? How do you know? I I don't, but I'm saying it's bullshit. The I, proof is in the pudding. Is which you're not I supposed say. to have. Yeah, I know. And then you're supposed to not eat cake then because there's milk in it, right? Yes, you can't have it because there's dairy in pudding. So yeah, no. And that, what, so about, about what about what about cake? What about cake? What about cake? Don't eat cake. See, no, why right. are you say, what's wrong? I, I'm not saying everybody can't eat dairy. Oh, really? Saying, you well, just said it. You just called Lewis Black bullshit. And the proof was everything he did did not get rid of the rash on his head until he. I said, "Stop eating dairy. You're allergic to it." Oh, and then the rash went away. Well, you <laughs> so know that. But her original theory the was this: that we are the only living animal that is consuming milk. This head. This head. You had a rash on this head, right? This head? Yeah, Kids in the room. Head. Yeah, that's the head. <laughs> not, not anywhere else. Not anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> but what she's saying, we're the only living uh, uh, organism or whatever Wait. that will consume dairy or milk, first of all, from another species after we are weaned. Mom? Yes? I'm not saying it's not delicious and it doesn't make great Wait. stuff, but I can't have it. 
Did yeah. my daughter get to where she was supposed to go? Wait, this is, we're in the middle of a fucking Wait, podcast. Wait, I just want to ask. I'm having anxiety because yeah, I don't hear her with her. And she's dancing her little heart. She's okay. In, okay. okay. Yeah, she's doing the renegade. Thank you. We'll be back in Tara. You got a okay, leer to be a better host. Thank you. I'm sorry. sorry. That's my wife. Well, That's what I, I've been no, married to I'm for a better years. mom than I am host. Okay? That's, we're not even talking about you. He, she called him bullshit. Oh, oh, it's all about me. We're talking about me. That was good. That was good. But, but what's interesting is, is she backed off the uh, all bull, uh, all dairies because yes. you can't say that. Yeah. There are people because my uh, she's my, trying to be diplomatic. She doesn't actually believe that. She thinks ever she she's thinks, diplomatic. Yeah, dairy's the devil to her. Yeah, she's well, diplomatic. Well, she's got a, and her problem. She said was dairy. Right? That's not what she It wasn't even that. her problem. I had a rash on my head. She told me that, that she took away my cheese. <laughs> Well, that's, and my tour manager's yelling about it. I always, I have another friend who's going, it's, well, you know, it's Who's dairy. your tour manager? Uh, ben Brewer's my Can tour. we call Ben and see if he says it's bullshit? Oh, no, he, I'm not going to discuss this. I've already been through it with him. I'm not giving him any time to talk about his fucking uh, theory of uh, dairy. He's dropped dairy. Uh, but he's, uh, your, what you, he's your road manager. You, you probably spend more time with him than you do with my wife. Yes, absolutely. But it's I've heard it. I've, I've had the argument with him. You know, and all he's going to say is what your wife said. It's, that you know, that, that Louis Black is bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I spent too much time with him. <laughs> do, you like, do you like, I would imagine, I, I don't know, uh, I don't know of anybody that has spent this much time in life alone. Is it great? Is it a, I'm fascinated by it. Is you, it, do you, you feel like. Alone in, in the sense of not being married, not having a partner, having a partner for a short amount of time. I just think I, I'm, I'm not. I mean, I've had relationships through life, but. Um, Did you live with people, other yeah. people? Oh, I didn't know. That. I mean, on and off, but not for long. And then, and then it really was no, because I really realized that, um, you know, I was I, not a lot of, not a lot of folks can deal with when their partner is gone, like 120, 150 days a year. They just don't want to do it. You know what's amazing? I think that's what uh, my wife finds attractive about me. Yeah. Being gone. Yeah, and that was what I thought certain women would find attractive. Yeah. And then they go, you know, you're not around enough. I go, that's the best part! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like being around me that long. Uh, welcome to me. We're very similar. I didn't <laughs> yeah. know that. We are. Yeah. I have a hard time. I'm medicated as we speak. <laughs> yes, are you? Yeah. Do you do therapy? Uh, of course they do therapy. Well, of course isn't that You know. It? Well, I mean, you know, you just said we're pretty much alike. So, you know, I was only agreeing with my other self. We can share <laughs> medication if yeah. you want. Um, you're on the road now. Yes. I'm, you're uh, doing a lot of dates. I leave well, we won't, by the time this is on, but I, uh, this Friday I'll be in Escondido, which means hidden. And apparently it takes hours and in days Spanish? to find it. Is that I, what it means? I think so. And, uh, <laughs> it's okay. I'll look it up. I'm no, you don't have to look it up. You don't have to look it up. I'm you actually, look it up. I keep saying it. I think it's true. Nobody stopped me. Escondido. We're going to stop you right now. <laughs> no, you can't stop me. Escondido means dairy. Thank you. <laughs> hidden. <laughs> hidden. Hidden. So you're gonna, See? That's a hidden place. And uh, and then Vegas. And then. Um, you're everywhere. I looked at your. Uh, yeah, Cleveland and Cincinnati. Lewisblack.com. Yep. Right? And we that's get, where you can find most of it. Yes, well, you would. You there are play, there are bookings and things that you would not put on Lewis 
No, Rock. everything's on there. Yes, you said most of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've I got like it. to do hidden dates where people find, try to find <laughs> it. It engages the audience a lot more. July 13th, I'll be somewhere. It's not posted. Try and find me. You're yeah. like a scavenger hunt of comedy. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a great idea. That would idea. be fun. No, but I mean, I've got a ton of stuff on my, uh, on my, um, my, 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 my web page. So, I mean, tons. Are you writing anymore, like theater, play? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be starting something i'm next next uh next year i'm gonna phase out touring and really begin to write uh write a new play and write a book that's really what i wanted which to you've next. done before yeah both. i've written three books and uh, a right. lot of plays and but, you, that seems like very see i like the theater because even though i'm not really personally because i have so much anxiety a people person, but it does force me to get out. Writing a book or a play seems incredibly insular and incredibly, I would get into a very dark place. Does it not, when you're just focused on that, does that not? No, because you're in another realm if you're really, you know, either because partly it works as, part of the reason I wrote was to be able to say stuff that I wasn't saying in my act, that I had other things to say, that I'm not a, just a joke pony. Here's what we're doing. Here's some other things I have to say about life. Um, and that's kind of what I want to write again, which is mostly a combo of really trying to summarize what the fuck I've been talking about for so many years. Because of that, I would think that, uh, and it's kind of like what uh, Billy Crystal did with like 700 Sundays. Yeah. I always wanted to, I always thought that you, and and even more when I was looking into stuff when, you, when I knew that you were coming on, because you have the ability to, pop in and out of whatever is prepared. Mm -hmm. I thought that you were an amazing, I mean, that's what stand-up comedy is, but maybe a more um, uh, built one-man show, Lewis Black on, on, on Broadway, where you talk about whatever the world is, but there can also be really produced, you know, uh, audio-visual enhancements and sets and maybe yeah. even bringing in another actor and, you know, look, you know, I, I don't know what that is. Have you ever thought about something like that? No, but if you're willing to invest, um, <laughs> I can start work on it tomorrow. Thank you. I just heard a little Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always know when he's going to laugh. He brings that Wisconsin up. <laughs> just a touch of Eau Claire. Um, but no, you're the first one I've talked to about it. And so you could be right on the bottom. I, I, that's very, I, I mean, I've, I've certainly thought about it. I've, I wanted, there's a, a book that I wrote that I've, I'm trying to turn into that one man show. Because even like I always thought like even though I thought of you as being uh, very pol a lot of a political lilt, I always thought of you like if you had other actors on stage, what would you say to them about what they did, yeah. you know, or what and, and which brought us to whatever today is. I just think and because you come from that world of being able to write a play and create a character, you are a character. Yeah. You really are. But I always thought that. That would be, I was amazed that you were writing plays and just presenting them and not being in them. Yeah, no, because I, I partly because going to Yale um, was the, the actors I met. The one thing when I got there, it's like, I mean, I got to do a lot of acting because I've learned a lot about when I was there, as much about acting as I did about playwriting. And, and the actors I was working with were tremendous. So it was kind of like, I can find somebody who can do a better job doing this than I can. You know? But nobody can do a better job writing you than you. Right, which is why I was trying to write this 
the one that I've got. It's it's funny when I write a play, it's like I take myself out of everything and, and put it in, and put myself in a whole bunch. But of people, I people. feel, have been starting to recognize that writing other people, writing for you, is like in your voice, the anger. What's uh, yeah, inside out? Yeah, inside out. That you know, he play. He does all these great characters that are him. Yeah. And I felt like whoever wrote that movie. Yeah, they did I they was, write that for you. It was the first. That was one of the things I'm proudest of in my career was as I developed this anger thing and and honed it, and that I was the first one uh, they cast. Really? That's what they told me, and I will continue to say that. Are we allowed <laughs> to play a little clip from that? From Inside Out, it's uh, was there a scene the, the character is called uh, the character's uh, anger. Anger. I play the emotion in, Inside Out. Anger and inside out. And, uh, and they, uh, but that's what they said. They said that the, the first pitch was, you know, we've got Lewis Black. Imagine Lewis Black being, playing anger, and they got it. Just, are we allowed to play a little clip without having to pay a fortune? You don't, hey, you just give up your monetization. I don't want to give up my monetization. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make money. Don't, I mean, I, I want to make money. Just like... Uh, can't you speed it up? So Isn't that? Well, I want to hear him. Dessert. Wait, did he just say we couldn't have dessert? That's anger. He cares very deeply about things being fair. So that's how you want to play it, old man? No dessert? Oh, sure. We'll eat our dinner right after you eat this. Ah! No, that was no, amazing. <laughs> Jeremy wanted to watch it. <laughs> it sounded just like you. <laughs> did you like standing in a booth? Were you alone? I loved it. Yeah. Well, you know what you know what's great about it is is that uh, they do all of the other stuff. So you don't, all you worry about is the voice. I and did I, voices when I started. Yeah, and it was, it's great, isn't it? I love it. It's kind of easy. It's easy, and but it's fun, and you don't have to worry about, especially with these guys at Pixar, you don't have to worry about any of the. Uh, they they already know what your character's doing. They get well. They bought you for you. Yeah, and so they so, and they also guide. They'll go, because I'll say to them, just it, let's cut to the chase on certain things. Just tell me what you want. You know, if I make so you a got mistake, to improvise? I did got to improvise, but I also said, if you got, if I'm not hitting it, tell me what. And then they would give me a note because they know what they want. And then it's incredible because of the interaction of just the physical, you, it takes all the physical interaction out, which I'm not as great at as I am with vocally. You're great not, at fuck i'm not even that good at <laughs> you're, you're, let other people be the judge of that it is great and th there is a reason why you've been able to maintain you know a rent paying yes career this long yeah. i mean, I mean so many people that i know who i think are brilliantly funny have are, are obscure and never yeah. really rose to the occasion and it's just uh, you, it's, well I, there's all those guys there were these guys in the midwest that were guys in Boston, there were guys. You really there were guys at the comedy store yeah. that never really peaked, and yeah. they were great, and I loved them, and they were probably much funnier than I than I was, much more talented than I was, and people have a tendency to give up and not expand and just or just go away. It's really hard. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird that they that they go away. Or yeah, I mean, I just to me, if you've you know that they just kind of that. Well, it's not weird. What what's always been odd is, is to me, it's like uh, I tell people when you're, if you're going into theater, you're going into stand up, you're doing these things. It's like you're, you don't question whether you're going to do it or not. If you're going to quit, you're going to quit. You're not going to think about it. You're going to quit. 
if, you, if chances are, but if you keep going, you're going to keep going. It is, and you will keep going. Well, you said you going. didn't make a living until into your thirties. Yeah, I didn't. My forty, I didn't care, and I wrote play after play to the interest of no one. And I was still, I was having the, the time. That's of your my, niche. It was the time <laughs> of my life. But that's the truth. Yeah. To me, when people say, "How do you uh, describe? How would you make it? How do you make it in this business?" I go, "You've made it if you've decided this is what you want to do. If notoriety." money and fame is what you're chasing, you'll never be happy. That n None of those three things will ever, they might make life a little bit easier. You might get a better table. You might be able to not worry about your income tax. But ultimately, if you wake up each day and you love what you're doing and you don't give a shit, that's making it. Yep. And that's why you are what you are, who you are and, and you have the ability to keep doing it. Um, do you find that... Um, well, yeah, and you've got a lot of friends in the business, so you get to tour with your friends and that. Do you, it, it, has there been any, um, because you tour with other comics, jealousy or, you know, do you no. compete with friends? No. We're all, we all get it, right, you know. But when you see somebody get a TV show, do you ever sit back and go, oh, I should be? The, and only, uh, you know, I did for a little bit, and then I realized that that was the, seeing a shrink. Uh, that was in, in, insane. You know, that I'm, I'm, we're not in the same lane. They got it. That's great. I'm going I'm, I'm to get what I'm going to get. They're going to get what they're going to get. Also, I didn't, you know, sometimes too, I go, you, you might have gotten it if you moved to L.A. Or, you know. You, you never wanted to move here? No, I wasn't good here. I'm like really in trouble here. I was, Why? Uh, I always felt there was something weird here. That, yeah. I Me? mean, that there's. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> well, you for starters. Okay. And there's a list. No, but I would be, I would be driving around L.A. and this is the kind of thing, and not like massively, but just a sense of what I feel about L.A. That I could be driving, and, and above the mountains, a giant dinosaur could appear, and I could turn to my friend and go, "See, I told you, that's what's a matter. See what's up there? Something that's coming our way." And I just, I felt like something weird could happen here at any moment, and I wouldn't be shocked. At all. I can tell you I was uh, born and raised here. Never have I ever seen a dinosaur come over the mountain. No, I never. And you but don't think... Wait, wait, wait. And you don't think <laughs> that in Man were you Manhattan? Yeah. Yeah. You don't think in New York. Isn't that God's... Zilla? Wasn't yeah, that? The, the, every movie that's ever <laughs> happened, the, climbing the, uh, the Empire State yeah. Building... There's more of a chance of that happening there. Jurassic Park, literally. Didn't they go into Manhattan, the dinosaurs? In Jurassic Park 4, it took them long enough. Something like that. <laughs> but they never came to but, L.A. <laughs> no, they didn't. But here's, the, here's, the, here's the, the reason I don't and the reason you don't. Uh -huh. I don't in New York because I was from there. Uh, my family was from there. Aren't you from spent, Maryland? Yeah, but, but I spent, my family was from there. So I spent a ton of time in New York. So it, it, and then I wasn't going to move to New York. And when I finally moved there, I went, oh, this is really where I belong. And it's, if I want to do theater, this is where you do it. And I never felt, uh, I felt nothing but comfortable there. You know. It, that makes sense. The and, dinosaur and, story takes it to another level. Yes. No, the dinosaur thing <laughs> is just my, I said, it's don't take it seriously. But, but you were born and raised here. Mm -hmm. There's a difference too between people born and raised here than those of us who come out, in, in, out here. Hello. Yeah. I'm Canadian. I know. And what brought you here? Dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh boy. You're such an interesting guy. You really are an interesting guy. You you are a dichotomy to me of somebody who is so, uh, I don't know, like you're erudite and like- like Aerodynamic? No, I didn't say that, I said erudite. <laughs> oh, I don't know what that and is. Are you aerodynamic? <laughs> I'm not aerodynamic and she does know what it is. You don't get a history major without knowing what erudite is. I don't know. That is unbelievable. Who gave you the degree? <laughs> UC Santa Cruz. <laughs> oh, that's, yes. The banana slug. Yeah, and the no. banana slug. And, and then UCLA. Ah, so see? I should have learned something there. Yeah, you, you should have. It, when my master's degree, they didn't teach me any of that. Erudite. Oh, yeah. No, don't know. What yep. is erudite? Like um, uh, classy, down to earth, uh, class. Uh, how it, how it, would you describe it? it? it like it, a very it, uh, not. It's like trying to find another. It's like classic. I'm going to get so much hate for not. No, yeah, nobody. Yeah. My Please audience, don't. my audience doesn't know Please. what it, you don't know what erudite is. You don't know, and if you do my know, you're not watching not or listening to this it really, podcast. It, it's a very simplistic but well spoken. Okay. Right, but I was going to say that dichotomy between being that yeah. simplistic, well spoken, you know, Yale kind of person. So I am not erudite. No. No. <laughs> no, and but I think the dichotomy between your silliness and humor and a little bit of that wackiness yeah. like it doesn't go, it doesn't really go together being like i said from the beginning of your career being a playwright you know is very i think of you sitting at some uh, dark bar with a with a um pipe you know talking about the next play that you've got in mind and at the same time but i won't fly to la because of the dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> but but it's i a very I, good description but that's how but you are this weird right yeah yeah, so I, which well, I find fascinating and interesting. And uh, I've been, a fa we, since we worked together, do you remember when we worked together? I don't. You don't? Do you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're not very memorable, Dad. <laughs> I looked it up on Amazon. Oh, did you? Uh, yes. Wait, then, then was it, uh, uh, wait a second, comedy, the, 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 uh, the comedy cares, comedy. They do. That show? <laughs> Put it up. No. Put it up. Comic relief. Comic relief. That but we it. didn't we didn't really work together. No, but I saw this online. Look at that. There's Lewis Black. You're the first one listed on the cover. You're the first one listed on the cover. And this is the best of twenty years of comic relief. <laughs> right? So I don't I think we worked fifteen years apart. <laughs> and there's there's Lewis. Show them where am I? Where am I? I'm on line number four. Three. Howie Mandel. Oh. And look at us back together again yeah, no. and you could get a copy of Lewis and Howie working together. I think they said the used tape is 342 now. There's a bid of 342. It's anywhere between, yeah. it starts at 299. And if you send $12, we send you a big brick of cheese. Yeah. Yes, I love that. You don't remember our time not together over uh, the 20 years. No, span. the comic relief though, I did remember comic relief, but I call it comedy cares because that was as close as I could get. No, I think Comedy Cares is another whole... It's an organization. Of, it's another organization. Yeah. It's not comic relief. No, it's not. But comedy does care, and they relieve themselves. <laughs> the comics relieve themselves, I think. What, but, do, you, what do you want to promote? Wait, you, you, I was saying, I, the dinosaur thing made me think of something, which is a little bit off see? topic. Wait, <laughs> it's okay. The dinosaur made you think of this something that's... This is a little bit off topic from comedy, but I did want to bring up, we have, so we started a Reddit. We now have a Reddit. We have a community page where people are posting stuff. We, con we constantly get 
fan art. And like we got fan art from Carrot Top when he was on and they had like carrots bukkakiing, bukkakiing. You know that bukkake, term? Bukkake all over our face. Oh yeah. But, but like, you know the term bukkake? Yeah, but I can't remember what it is. Oh, tell her. Tell him. <laughs> I don't want to. It's when to. a group of people uh, <laughs> kind of uh, come to the shit on you. So, no, mm, what is wrong with you? That might be worse. What that is wrong worse. with you? My daughter's in the room. It's a different kind of yeah, finish. Yeah, she's the one who said. <laughs> yes, she's the, the other one side. who said pussy. There, yeah. there. This is uh, this is the fan art we got before. Hopefully, we still get more fan art. But we never like the guest never gets to decide what the fan art is. I think that you. You should be the first yeah, one to decide. Yeah, because they'll listen and they'll draw something and put it on but our- But I'm thinking like dinosaurs in the background or something. So if you have any idea for your fan art and what you want Bukaki on yours- Bukaki is when people jerk off on somebody. Uh, so everybody's yeah. jerking off yeah. carrot oh, juice wow. on oh, carrot top. Yeah. Wow. And us. Yeah. Wow, that is disturbing. So what would you like? But the, wait, I don't that want was that. disturbing? You don't want Bukaki? <laughs> I don't want Bukaki. Okay, wait a second, want? that's disturbing, but you thought <laughs> shitting was enough of a- Well, I thought that was what Bukaki meant. I mean, no, because you're Jewish like me, yeah. and, and you're thinking you're just taking the cocky part. Exactly. And the boo is the person you love. Yeah. And if you shit on the person you love, here's some cocky, boo. This cocky's for you, boo. Boo. <laughs> So no, what I, do you want on your your fan art? My and fan art would be uh, be me angry, and mm -hmm. it would be what I'm angry at. Dinosaurs, be dinosaurs, a, a dinosaur, but with a, someone's face in the dinosaur. Cheese, that would piss Wisconsin. Me off. No, I love Wisconsin. Okay, and okay. I love cheese, right. and I don't think it hurts you. Okay. My wife, you want my wife's face on the thing? <laughs> she said you were bullshit. You want my wife's face no, in the dinosaur? I, I, no, no, no. No, I don't want Name's wanna, Terry, by the way. Well, send her my love. Oh, okay, that's nice of you. I, I tried. I know, <laughs> it, I know, but she was doesn't brutal. Always, it, it doesn't always brutal, work out, no. I know. You know, and, and then she you is wonder, girl. And then you ask why I haven't been married these years. Uh, you know, did I not solidify your decision? <laughs> yes, you did. Thank you. There's that, and, <laughs> and, and, have, and having children. I'm over that now again. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we we just reconnected. We got back together. We had an incident when she was a kid. I left her in the circus at the circus. <laughs> left her in the circus at the circus. No. Yeah. Yes. No, you just left on your own. I left. Yeah. It yes. wasn't intentional. I don't think it wasn't intentional. It was not intentional. No, you just, there was a fire and you ran out as fast as you can. <laughs> that would be worse. <laughs> Without me? <laughs> I gotta go, it's burning. Whoop. <laughs> That's funny. Did your parents, do you have any traumatic uh, memory of like something that happened to you when you were a kid? Here's a spectacular one. Okay. Uh -huh. Let not them as, be the judge. Not as a kid. Okay. And well, I, w I will judge. Okay. Before they do, because just in case they're wavering, they'll go. Uh -huh. But he said, "Okay, um, no, this is I don't. I do have to say that because every time I've told it, shut up and just say it." So um, uh, I'm sitting in Vegas with my parents, and we're sitting around the table. My mother, I'm I'm 65 at this point. My my uh, mom and dad are both there, and uh, I said for the first time ever, I said. Whose idea was it to have kids? And my mother pointed at my father, and she said, if it was up to me, I never would have had a kid. With you sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I lit, uh, first off I started, I, I howled. Then I said, I just have to thank you for uh, waiting this long. 
uh, to tell me, you know, because at my age, I can handle this. I mean, I'm glad you didn't tell me this. Like, I don't know if you can. You're still talking about it a decade well, later. Well, because you asked. Okay. But it's it was, there. It, was, it didn't take you a second. Let me think well, of something. Because, it was right there. Well, because it's the great one. It is. It is for a mother to tell a son. Right. <laughs> you know, that she didn't want to have kids. It was his idea. Spectacular. Right. It didn't. So like on a uh, tombstone where it says, you know, whatever her name is, and then it says wife, mother, against her better judgments. Did you add <laughs> Against her will. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I know. I That's know. good, and I may use that. You In parentheses. You could use it. Do you do a lot? I don't like when people do this. No. Like, I don't like error. I, I'm not good with punctuation, and I feel like why... Why should it just be, if you're going to do this, I used to like uh, Victor Borg. He always did, oh, yeah. he did uh, uh, a lot of punch. means nothing to you, right? Second time I've heard Victor Borg's name in three yeah. days. Really? Yeah. So and you Jeff guys Stilson was the other one who mentioned it. Because I mentioned I love Jeff. Tim Minchin, who's uh, the pianist, a British or Australian, uh, who, who then went back to theater and wrote Matilda, a musical. And uh, he... Um, he uh, and he and then uh, I mentioned him and then uh, <laughs> and then Stilson goes, uh, uh, oh Victor Borga, who never who really still should be credited. You why don't know why, who, why you're laughing. I'm laughing because you point to me, but without any context. So why? Why no one knows why you? No, the musical Matilda. Yeah, just leave it. <laughs> On that note, you want to promote anything. <laughs> Um, I'd like to become a Surgeon General, so I'm going to promote myself to Surgeon General. You don't hear from the Surgeon General anymore. I no, mean, you don't. The they, only message we ever heard was don't smoke. Yeah, and then it got... And then Fauci it, took over. And then Fauci, and they were upset with Fauci. But the, sur the Surgeon General, who is the Surgeon General? Do you know? No. That's why I'm promoting myself to Surgeon General. Wow. Nobody know who the head of transportation is. You do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, How Buttigieg. Come? You know who that oh, is. Yeah, Peter Judge. Yeah. Okay. I was <laughs> testing her, though. Oh. You don't really. Do you, do you follow politics? <laughs> <laughs> That's, that, is, that is a phenomenal way to end this show. It is. You ending. know, I mean, we go through all this. Do you follow politics, Lou? <laughs> That's uh, where but everybody I, knows him. But I will, the only thing I promote is go to. Uh, Really to find out everything uh, that I'm up to and uh, and to see some spectacular merch. You go to Lewis Black. What do you sell? What is your merch? Because I sell merch too. I have like Howie, Ma not this. This yeah. is not mine. I Howie sell, Mandel sells. Uh, I sell t-shirts. Howie uh, Mandel sells stuff. I have. Uh, <laughs> At LewisBlack.com. I have a yoga thing, which is kind of like a fuck you. Uh, you know, a What's yoga a hand. But oh, a yoga hand. A, I thought. The, yeah. The, you know, the yoga the hand, but it's like uh, it done perfectly. But then there's like the one finger is up. I love that. That's that's one. Um, and then uh, and then we're going to come out with the line of stuff that I'm very excited about. And I'm going to share this with you because you'll appreciate it. That uh, I was touring Graceland and uh, I've been there and fascinating while I, while I was touring. They announced the woman who's taking us on tour said that uh, it turns out, and they haven't really talked about it much yet, that Elvis Presley <laughs> was a Jew. No. Yep. 
And I, nothing gives me more pleasure than to say it on stage and listen to the audience kind of go, oh, 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 oh. they get a little freaked out. You know, I never Elvis. thought of this, but blue suede shoes, same color as the Israeli flag. The blue, <laughs> right? It is. Well, you if, you go, if you go now, um, his mother's grave has, a, has a, the Hebrew star on it. Look this up for me. Star of David. No, not the Star of David. <laughs> Elvis Presley. As it, how did they find this out? Because his mother yeah. was Jewish well, that's and it, his grandmother was Jewish. So ball game over. He that's didn't it. come up with one. The Jewish Chronicle says he was. Yep. And that's all you need to know. Play of mother's <laughs> yeah. roots. Elvis Presley was Jewish. Yep. And there'll be some merch that we're going to be selling. <laughs> oh, my God. And I think it's going to be a big seller. Does when did this come out? I didn't know. I that. just well, I literally just heard it six months ago, and she said it is not common knowledge yet. And I said, "Thank but you." But why very doesn't much. that spread like wildfire? Because it, everybody's like, "Shh, he wasn't. Of course, he wasn't a Jew." Yeah, he is, and I'm telling the world, one podcast at a time. But yours, the first. One. Well, this is breaking news. <laughs> Are there any Jewish songs that he's uh, synonymous with? That's his mother. Yeah, it does. It looks like my aunt Bella. She looks Jewish. Doesn't she? She does. I said, uh, yeah. She looks Jewish. It said in, this is 2021 is when this was written. So. Yeah. During the pandemic, that's why other people were concerned about other things. And that's very funny. You got to catch uh, Lewis's uh, YouTube um, special. Yes, I should. Which is, that was your first thing out of yeah, like COVID. You, yeah, if I you think. go to YouTube and, and, I, and the short go to Lewis, Lewis com, com, it'll yeah. take you to the... Well, yeah, but if you go to YouTube, I've got a channel and I've got a ton of stuff on the channel. And one is the rants. The rants, and then one is the very free. It's it's free. You don't have to pay to see uh, my special. And so let me ask you something. How did you, make, how did you make money on that? Or you're not making money. Do you, why would you, you... It's very well produced. Yep. Who spent that money? You? Yeah. So you put that up. It, it's it's lit. Yeah. It's recorded. Yeah. That that costs a lot of money. It and didn't, what is no, we're th really good. Even if you're saying in the realm of the business that we're in, it, it didn't cost a lot. Right. But even, and it did, it cost way more than this. Even yeah. if you spent $5,000 and you spent a lot more than $5,000. Yes. Yeah. So what I'm saying is the average person watching it, if you put up $5,000, how do you get return on that on YouTube or the ad sales because it's your channel? No, it's I, I won't get the money. I might get a little bit of it. Selling back. hard tickets now because people love you. Exactly. And want to come I mean, see you. Know, now it, that's so an investment. It's an investment, but also back to the Jew thing. <laughs> <laughs> here's the pro, here's what happened. Actually, it was because uh, couldn't get it on Netflix, couldn't get it on Amazon, couldn't get it on uh, Hulu, couldn't get it on HP, couldn't get it on anywhere. That's where I'm at. Well, they're lost. And so everybody said, you know, it was like, oh, but you're going to be on YouTube. And I was going, I don't really, I'd like to actually be on. But the problem is, is that, that I want to own it too. Well, now you own and it. And I own it. I own everything. The new big thing, though, yeah. is releasing it yourself all on the kids. YouTube. Yeah. yeah. All, the kids. All, all the kids these days. Yep. <laughs> you don't want to be on all those all those other brands that you said yeah. are old school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You want to be where the kids are, and the yeah. kids are on YouTube. Yeah, and it was nice. It was also a way to, in part, I mean, to be quite honest, Tom, I say thank you to the people who've been following me around for years. Here it is. It's free. You don't have to fucking go find it. It's right there in front of you. But then you did that, and you put that out right 
after COVID, yeah. and now you're touring. Are you you have to write. You got to start again. Yeah, I'm I'm about a halfway to another. That was the fastest I've ever come up with it. I saw you say that someplace. I don't know yeah. where I saw you say that. It's amazing to it me. Was that six can, months. How? How? Without because the ability it, to go out and because work I it. literally started with. I'm just going to start telling the story of what happened to me during COVID, and I had things that I'd been thinking about, and it was just going out and talking about it. And you, I think you said in another interview, I don't know where, where I saw it, but the things that you were going through, as much as you saw them through the lens of being silly and funny and yeah. weird, there were all of us that, you know, me and a has, us in hazmat suits and gloves, yeah. Cloroxing yeah. Uh, shopping bags was our daily routine. Yeah. So to actually see and hear somebody talk about it, you went, holy fuck, this is... <laughs> He knows. It was. He, he it had was, a mirror. It was, it was incredible because it was incredible was the response of the audience because that was as soon as I did it, there were people who just pushed it away. And that isn't who I was talking to. I was talking to the people who got it. Well, I'll tell you, Lewis, you, first of all, I can't thank you enough for being here. You are a gem. We, uh, aside from being on the cover, this is a real highlight for me to be in the same room as you, <laughs> to laugh with you, to know you. Yeah, no, it was and, a pleasure. Uh, it, well, it really is. And I think that uh, if you see he's playing anywhere near you or there is something that you could click on, you'd be crazy not to click on it, not to go to it, not to spend it. And uh, Lewis Black is here. Elvis Presley is a Jew. <laughs> I've got merch too. Subscribe. I'm talking to you. That's the end of the shoe. Shoe? <laughs> That's the end of the I, shoe. I didn't have a rhyme. I didn't have a good rhyme. <laughs> that was good. Close enough. Thank you. That was great. Thank you. Where do you stay? I stay, as I have for years, uh, 